Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the second op- second episode of my podcast, which is Dead Men Walking. Um, I realized that my last week's podcast or recording was not as proper as it was supposed to be. Um, as I said, my bed, it was, I was drunk. I'm sort of like I'm sober right now. Um, <laughs> but hey, um, I'll try to do my best to make it as clear as possible today. And I just want to continue from where I left off, basically. Um, um, the idea that there are other worlds that exist in the universe, but we are, we don't have access to them. And at the same time, um, they, these are the who, people who belong, or beings that belong in these other worlds, they do not have access to us, right? They don't want to come here. They've never come here, right? And the reason why they've never come here is simply because, you know, of what has happened here. We have been quarantined, as I said in my last uh, recording. We have been quarantined, and um, there is no way that we can access the rest of the universe. Up until, by the way, our issues are resolved. All right. Now, I'm not sure whether I spoke about this in my last uh, uh, recording or podcast, but I'd like to speak about it now. Um, if I did and I'm repeating myself, well, hard luck, tough luck. Remember what I said. And I, I'm, I'm saying, like, I don't care whether you listen to this or not. I care whether I'm just, say, I'm just telling you the truth. It is what it is. It's those effects. You see, the funny thing is the fact that there are a lot of people out there that are speaking about different things and they want to be heard. Um, they've got particular agendas, different agendas in different spaces, right? I am not one of them. You can listen to what I have to say or you don't. I'm saying it just for the sake of saying it. That somewhere in this world that maybe someone will listen and believe that actually what this person is saying is actually the truth. It is the truth. I You can bet on it, it is the truth. And in few years' time, you know, um, I don't want to put a time on it, if you are listening to this, you will realize that what I've been saying was actually the truth and nothing but the truth. Firstly, we've been quarantined and I've been saying it over and over again. We cannot access the rest of the universe and the rest of the universe cannot access us. They don't want to access us because we have been quarantined. The creator is dealing with some issues that pertain to our planet or pertain to our world. And the rest of the universe has chosen to trust the creator and allow the creator to deal with our issues before we can be reintroduced to the rest of the universe, by the way. By the way, we are going to be reintroduced to the rest of the universe. We are going to know about them. We're going to meet them and interact with them, but not now. Not now. Soon, but not now. Not now. So I am going to go over stuff that I probably did go over, and that's not because um, um, 
I'm repeating myself or for lack of sorry that's not because for lack of you know um something to say no I'm repeating some of these things because I believe they're important they need to be clear right firstly in the history of the universe I said that the universe's headquarters and the headquarters of the universe are outside the universe the headquarters of the universe many christians call them heaven um that different words for it in different religions right um what's this i don't know what other other religions would call it but the most general term from christianity is that heaven it's a headquarters i call it the headquarters of the universe right it is where the creator actually dwells and exists the creator as i said has his servants and uh within the servitude in heaven or at the headquarters of the universe that different ranks the different ranks and the different abilities and capabilities these beings that are called angels or angelos or messengers right they have been created by the creator and they, their purpose is to actually do the bidding of the creator throughout the universe right some excel in strength some are very powerful some are very quick some of you know that different types of angels and all have different abilities but there's one thing all of them have been created with a purpose and their purpose is expressed in their abilities same with us by the way when the creator makes us right when he forms us from the from our mother's wombs the creator gives us a purpose and our purpose by the way is expressed in our abilities if you want to know what is it that you ought to be doing in life look at what you can do look at your abilities that will tell you what is it that the creator made you for but here's the thing sometimes you know th- your abilities have been distorted to serve a different purpose and sometimes it takes a certain level of enlightenment to understand that your abilities have been distorted but besides that <clears throat> getting back to the point so these different angels have been created by the creator with different abilities right those one angels are the one angel that was created by the creator this angel is the highest was the highest not is was the highest of all the angels right some of you may know this angel or you have heard of him his name was lucifer he was perfect he was beautiful he had great abilities he was the greatest of he lived in the presence of the creator he knew a lot about the creator a lot of things about the creator that these other angels did not know right but there was a problem as nice as i said that this angel that was created by the creator which was the highest angel in heaven or in the headquarters of the universe did not he was how do i say this 
He was respected by all the other angels. They loved him. Right? They loved him and they enjoyed executing his commands. Because his commands were an expression of the creator's will. What he, 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 di he directed the other angels to do was what the creator actually desired. Right? He enjoyed his position as the highest angel. And his abilities, right, were in line with his position. Or where his abilities are an expression of his position. <clears throat> now the problem is <clears throat> that at some point he looks at himself and poses a few questions. Because you see the creator had a son. His son shared the throne with the creator, same nature with the creator, with the creator. Powerful, knowledgeable, has always existed as much as the creator has existed. In fact, the son of the creator is the agent of creation. You see, now I'm telling you the history of the universe. Whether I'm repeating myself or not, to a point where I do not care, I'm telling you the true history of the universe. The son shared the throne with the creator. He has always existed. He has the same nature as the creator. He comes forth from the creator. He's the expressed image of the creator. He's the representative of the creator. Everything that was created by the creator was created for his son and by his son. I know that sounds very strange, but it's a very... Very difficult thing for us as, as beings to, uh, created beings to, to comprehend. But the, the son is the expressed image of the creator. He's the agent of creation. He's the representative of the king of the universe. <clears throat> now, this angel called Lucifer, who was very high, started asking himself questions. He looked at himself. He was perfect. All the other angels loved him. He started looking at himself and posed questions to say, why is it that the creator's son deserves worship, adoration, and respect like the creator, but not me? Am I not faithfully doing my job? Am I not high enough? Do the other angels not love me? What is it that is restricting me from moving up in the ladder? His main contention was with the creator's son. His name was Michael or Michael, as many of you would call you. Call him. Michael was the he had a position in heaven. He was the expressed image of the, of the creator. He was the chief of angels. And as the chief of angels, he shared the position, the, the throne with the creator. He was one with the creator. His word was authority, just as much as the creator's word. He was authoritative. Yet, he submitted to the creator. It was easy for him to submit with the creator because him 
and the mind of the creator or the creator will one. When I say one, I mean one in thought. When I say one in thought, I do not mean that they, are, they have one mind. No, not at all. I mean in the sense that their nature is the same. Because their nature is the same, they often think or agree to the same things. Right? Not often, always. So, so Mikey, what happens is that Michael, being the expressed image of the creator, Lucifer becomes jealous. He wants the same position that Michael, Michael has. He realizes that um, he wants to be like Michael. Remember, Michael shares the throne with the creator. Michael is worshipped by the whole universe. Michael is the agent of creation. Now the problem is, because Michael has the same nature as the creator, in other words, Michael is, in principle, having the same nature as the creator, he deserves worship just as much as the the creator does. Now, Lucifer desires that worship. He desires to be like the creator. So what does he do? He goes off and starts discussing with the rest of the other angels. You know, pointing issues and raising issues about the creator's governance. At the beginning, he was raising issues as if you know, to point out that he is actually wants to improve upon the creator's governance. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful government, 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 and he wants to just improve on it. Right. That was his first point of call. At this point, one of the problems that he had, that he was going to, he was facing, was the law of the creator, which was an expression of the creator's character. See, the law of the creator is the law of selflessness. That nothing lives for itself. That everything lives for the benefit of others. And what Lucifer was insinuating, he was insinuating, you know, something that leads to selfishness and not selflessness. Him rising in ranks was not for the benefit of anyone. It was for his benefit. So, it was a violation of the great law of the universe. So he had to attack this law. He had to. He had no choice. See, at this point, when he goes to these other angels and start discussing, he has to indicate to them. His first lie, by the way, is that we are angels, unlike the other created beings. We are far superior than them. We do not need this law to govern us. We can rise above you know. So in other words, his his point of view was that as angels, we can, you know, rise above and through and ignore ignoring this law, we can exist in a higher plane of existence. Right? We can be gods or we can become like God. Like 
That was his main point. And his argument was that in doing this, we're actually improving upon the, you know, the, the government of God. And we are not trying to put it down. Yes, for the created beings in the universe, this law may apply, but to us as angels, we are higher beings, you know. This law may not apply. And he convinced a lot of angels. A lot, probably half or even more. I don't know, but he convinced a lot of them. Now, the problem is, what the creator does is, the creator decides, you know what? I am going to set up a meeting. Because the creator saw all of this. He knew what Lucifer was doing. And by that time, by the way, Lucifer by that time was still at his station in the presence of the creator. Lucifer was what we call a covering cherub. has six wings, you know, and he was the covering cherub. He was the angels in the presence of the king. He was one of the attending angels. In other words, the one that is in the presence of the king or the creator. Right? It was not only him. There's another angel called Gabriel. He's part of that. But Lucifer was very intelligent, astute and beautiful. And, you know, many of the angels loved him. Now, at this point, most of the angels, many more than probably more than 50% of the angels were convinced that Lucifer is in the right direction. What happens? <laughs> At this point, the creator holds a meeting. He unravels Lucifer's deceptions. But he doesn't unravel them by attacking Lucifer. He explains the position of his son. Because at this point, the, pos the position of the son was not fully understood. He explains the position of the son to say, my son is the same nature of me, as me. He has always existed as me. He is worshipped because he is God and he has the same nature as me. That he is my representative. By seeing my son, you are seeing me. Right. The creator explains. And many of the angels realize, you know what? We are but created beings. And the creator, you know, is the creator. And his son is the same nature as him. Right. They are one in principle. So many of the angels were convinced. Even Lucifer himself was sort of converted. I'm going to use the word converted. In other words, he was almost as if he was convinced of what was actually happening. Or like with regards to um, what the creator had said. He then for some time went back. When I say went back, I mean to happily executing his duties. Uh, but there's this thing that was sitting in him that he did not want to let go. That why is the son of the creator preferred above him. But, and this was exacerbated by the fact that 
when the creator decided to create our world, which is planet Earth and the rest of the probably neighboring planets and the sun, etc., our solar system, our world, he, he consulted his son and he did not consult Lucifer. Lucifer, that he did not like. When the creator decided that he is going to create our world, he consulted, he went into a meeting, a council with his son. And in that council or session or meeting, Lucifer was not privy. He was angry. He didn't like it. It exacerbated his doubts. He thought the creator was unfair, that the creator demanded that which he himself cannot give, that the, the creator demanded self, selflessness, yet he himself was selfish. He would not allow him as Lucifer to be promoted to a higher position. He wanted to be like the creator. In other words, he wanted the same position as the creator's son. At this point, Lucifer left his position. He left his position while he was still in heaven, at the, in the headquarters. He left his position. He roamed around trying to convince the rest of the other angels that, you know what, the creator is unfair. His law is unfair. The creator is demanding that which he himself he cannot give. He is selfish. Yet he wants the rest of the universe and them as the angels to be selfless. That by disobeying the law of the creator, we are realizing who we are and we become free from the yoke of the creator. That's what Lucifer stood for and was fighting for. Deep down, there was a sense of selfishness and desire to rise above the station that the creator had given him. That was, his main, that was his main motivator. Now, it's at this point that for years, for years, uh, you know, when Lucifer had left his position in the presence of the Creator, he was left in heaven to roam around. His group caused a steer. Many of them were convinced caused a steer. There were some who were not convinced by his views, but sympathized with him, but chose to stay in the, with the creator's side simply because they chose to trust the creator. This steering at the headquarters of the universe led to a great confrontation where the creator's son and those who sided with the creator's son confronted or were confronted, let me put it like that, were confronted by Lucifer and those who sided with him. Many great angels, powerful angels sided with Lucifer of different ranks. The confrontation led to Lucifer and his angels being expelled from the headquarters. He was expelled from the headquarters, kicked out the headquarters of the universe. By the way, if you didn't know, Orion Belt, around Orion Belt, that's where you have the gate to the headquarters of the universe. 
So they were kicked out. And when they were kicked out, they were not immediately destroyed by the creator because there's a problem. Even the ones who decided to side with the creator were not fully convinced of the justice on the rightfulness of the creator and his son. So the creator could not destroy Lucifer. He allowed him to make his case. When he was kicked out, Lucifer was sad and regretful. And many of the powerful angels that were with him, they were regretful. But their regret was not a regret of, we see that we were wrong. No, it was a regret that they've lost their positions. Lucifer cried and he pleaded to be taken back to the headquarters of the universe. Even if he were to mend the sewers of, of, of the headquarters. I mean, I, I use the word sewers not to say that there were sewers in heaven, but, you know, to point out even if it's the lowest position, he wanted that. But he could not be let back because, you see, he was not necessarily regretful simply because he saw the, the error of his ways. No, he was regretful because he lost his position. He lost his splendor, you know. So at this point, he huddles up with high-ranking angels that are in his group. And they decide, you know what, let's go to the rest of the universe. Let us try to plead our cause, convince them to join our side in fighting against the Creator and His Son. But you see, the painful thing is that... Mm, in, well, it's not, a, it's not a painful thing. It's a good thing. None of the beings in different worlds in, in the universe sided with him because all of them were warned. They knew what happened because they were told. So they failed. They went to different parts of the universe. They tried to convince different people uh, beings, uh, created beings in the universe to side with them, they would not. Except for us. We <laughs> we were the youngest and we still are the youngest of the creator's creation. You see, Lucifer sent his generals, when I say generals, I mean high-ranking angels to the different you know, to the different worlds. They all failed. Planet Earth was left. And he decided, I'm not going to send any of you to planet Earth. I'm going to go myself. Now, this is about probably around 6,000, 6, just above or above 6,000 years ago. He comes to planet Earth. And I'll talk about what actually happened in, our, in, in the next podcast next week. But he comes to planet Earth and something happens there that causes all of those rebellious angels to come here. And planet Earth becomes their place of refuge. The creator quarantines it such that 
these beings, these, these angels and us do not have access to the rest of the universe. The earth becomes the main bone of contention. I'm going to leave it there. My next episode, I'm going to discuss what actually happened on planet Earth, how we actually, or our forefathers sided with Lucifer, and how that led to where we are. And a brief history of actually the creation of our world to the point of... um the early history of the planet Earth, basically. That's what we will be discussing. If there's anything that I actually repeated, I'm sorry. I might have repeated the same story. I'm sorry, but I felt like it's important that we actually go through the actual history of what actually happened. Right? That led us to this point. That's part one, the first part. And I hope you enjoyed it. And not only enjoyed it, I hope you are enlightened. And um, as time goes by, we'll be discussing the rest. And as we discuss the rest, and as, 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 as I said to you, and I'm, I'm being honest, I want you to hear this. I'm not going to attempt to prove this. I'm not going to attempt to try and show you with different evidence I know what I'm talking about and I know it is the truth. If you don't believe me, that's up to you. I'm fine. But I'm telling you, the truth. This is what exactly happened. Anyway, this is Deadman Walking. S see you all next week.